Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 21, is that right, of Trent's Questioning Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. So it is currently 7 a.m. on June 11th, 2018. It's early. I'm tired. This is kind of a set it. Uh, a sedated uh, opening to an episode, but uh, I haven't recorded anything else yet, and um, now is the best time because in two and a half hours, I have my first appointment with an endocrinologist. <laughs> I, I finally, last week or two weeks ago, was an adult and like. Um, with my roommates moving out, I had to set up all these bills. So I had to call a bunch of people, which as we all know, is like asking a, uh, a, a dog to not eat a biscuit. Um, what? That's not a good comparison. Either way, he's calling the f- people <laughs> as a millennial is the worst possible thing that you could ever ask a millennial to do. Um, so I did that, and that day I called a bunch of people, and then I was looking at my to-do list, and calling the uh, the women's clinic in OKC was has been on that list for ages, and I finally worked up the courage, and uh, and called them, and in uh, contrast to the uh, the first time I called them, which if you've been listening to this show, you remember that I was kind of put off by it a little bit. Um, I was greeted with absolute kindness and, uh, uh, open questions. And so it was, it was great. Um, so I set up that appointment and when giving my information, they asked my preferred name and pronouns and I was weirdly too cowardly to, uh, to, to, to share my, my my new name i guess and uh yeah that's today um so i'm going in to get my blood work done i was hoping i would have my letter to give to them today but i uh, uh i put in my request last week for my letter from my psychologist but i think he hasn't had time to make it and so i have an appointment with him later this week where i'm pretty sure he'll give it to me which so it'll be fine I called the women's center today and they said that, um, it's, uh, since there won't be any prescribing done at this appointment, uh, I don't need the letter. Um, they just, the only thing they need the letter for is to prescribe any medication. So that's pretty good. That's good. I was worried that I would have to reschedule because there's what, three weeks left. Yeah. Three weeks left in the month. And like I said in the last episode, I'm, I'm, I've got my heart set on starting HRT before July, before I go to Italy. Um, so this episode's going to be a bit chopped up because I'm going to record some more when I get back uh, just to discuss some of my feelings about how this appointment went. But for now, I'm going to just go into how I'm feeling at the moment and... Uh, First of all, I'll say that it's been kind of a stressful, well, it's been a stressful year, uh, but it's been a particularly stressful few weeks because, you know, my roommate's moving out to California. That's finally happened, and they've been gone now for like a week, and um, 
if you've been following the show for a while, you know that that's been a, a big stress point for me. Now the AC just kicked off, so I've got to grab some more silence. And so leading up to that, the move, you know, my roommates have been packing and um, it's just, it's been stressful and sad because uh, I've been needing to repair, you know, these friendships as much as possible. And I was able to do so more or less with the exception of one friend who he uh, uh, didn't really even talk to me before I left, and that was sad. And I don't know, after they left, um, uh, there, it, it's been a process of cleaning. So I moved into this much larger room with the express purpose of sort of creating a, a more permanent studio space. And so far it's great. I have like a, a VR situation going um, where my, in my old room, I had my VR stuff set up, but I had to break down my entire room before I could do it. And now my, um, now it's, now it's permanent. Um, so I've actually played probably more VR stuff in the last couple of days than I've done in a long time because it's just much easier to jump in than it used to be. It's not this whole thing. And um, probably later today, I'm going to be recording a video for my channel. And uh, I have like room to set things up. Like I've had my lights set up for since yesterday. And that's nice that they're just not in my way because my room is big enough. Um, and if you follow my channel, uh, if you follow my Patreon or on Twitter where I posted this recent post, I um, announced a sort of temporary hiatus from the responsibilities of the channel. It's like my my YouTube show isn't like pausing. I'm still going to upload at least one video this month, and I have some stuff queued up for later on, but. I've been very neglectful of all of my deadlines and frankly, just the stress of my roommates moving and, and me taking over all of the bills and uh, now having to find a third person to move in um, hopefully before July. Um, there's just a lot of stress involved there um, and, and a lot of undealt with issues with, my friends, um, a lot of disappointment for me. And I've said to a couple of people that like, if you'd asked me, you know, two years ago or a year ago, if there was anything that I really truly believed in, it was that my friends would always be there for me and I would always be there for them. Um, I've known a lot of family to die and, uh, I've spent a lot of time kind of by myself but and, and I have a hard time socializing and I don't make very many friends, but the people that I do befriend are closer than family for me. And so for my best friend of more than 10 years 
to see that whole that whole thing collapse for him to be moving across the country and that he would leave you know without saying anything to me after all we've been through just feeling like you know is is done with me and i didn't i don't know I've been blaming myself for the collapse of our relationship for a long time, but what I've realized since they left is that it, it it was it was becoming increasingly toxic living there, we're living with them, um, and it was it was exhausting, and I felt I felt like I couldn't ever leave my room. I felt like I wasn't welcome. I was never invited to things because it's this vicious circle where um, once he decided that our, our let's play show was over and once our line of communication broke down, it became a thing where whenever I was in the room, he didn't, he, he kind of clammed up and was a little annoyed. And so Every uh, they the, just anytime we hung out, it was like it was awkward. So we started hanging out separately between, with our other roommates. Um, and when it came to like going out, I kept saying no because you know I didn't want to ruin the night. Um, and it, it was awkward. Um, and because I kept saying no, then it became a thing of like, well, why even bother asking? Because I'll just say no. Um, and so, yeah, it's just this self-reinforcing cycle. So, yeah, I, I haven't been able to get much work done on all of my many projects. My my tremendously large Twin Peaks series on YouTube, um, I've still only done the one episode. And I look fondly back on the the naive me of four months ago who thought that I would be able to get this entire five-part series done before July, and now I'm only halfway through part one. Um, it's going to be a long track to get it finished. But so I decided to pause my Patreon uh, just for two months because I'm going to be gone in July, and I cannot guarantee that I'll have like consistently good contact uh, content. I have every intention of keeping up with the podcast because it's not that much work. Um, and I'll have all of the equipment I need there because of um, projects that I'm doing to help pay for my the, 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 the trip. Um, and then, you know, coming back in August, I don't want I won't have I probably won't have anything prepared there you know any projects that are like half finished that I can then just jump into so I can't guarantee that I'll have like really good stuff in August either so I'm going to be kicking it back up in uh September um and that's my plan and so it's been a bit like admitting defeat but that's how it goes but since I've moved into this new room and cleaned the entire house I felt very freed and better than I thought I would. It hasn't been as sad as I thought it would be, but I think a lot of that is because I haven't 
really been letting myself think about it. I've been distracting myself by cleaning the entire house, setting up my room, uh, spending money I don't have on shit to start live streaming and um, uh, uh, upgrading my my editing situation and uh, buying shit for the trip. Uh, so I, I walked into the room that used to be my friend's room and uh, almost had a little breakdown, like looking around. And uh, I've st- been systematically removing all the things that remind me of them. So it's very clear that I, uh, I'm i not over it by any stretch and that it, it's a whole like pool of emotion that I'm going to be struggling with for a long time. But I'm finally at this point that I knew was coming where it's basically literally a rebirth for me because my my friends have moved and I they were sort of my last friends here that I'd had for a long time. So I've had to make an entirely new friend group. Um, and these are ones who have only known me as a trans person. Um, having to find new, I'm living with a new roommate and having to find another one. I'm going to be starting HRT and transitioning, which is terrifying. And I've been feeling kind of iffy about that because my, um, like I've said before, my facial hair is still a huge problem. Uh, and it's been the biggest barrier to me sort of internalizing my gender identity. And I mean, last night I went to this uh, board game bar we have in town and we were playing Secret Hitler with some, uh, we, we invited some strangers and we went around the room uh, 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 the table saying names and most of the people that uh, we played with before, they know me as Sarah. Um, but when it got around to me, I panicked and said my old name and, uh, uh I don't know. It, uh, I mean, it's like I did the same thing with the, um, HRT appointment, like, I'm I'm still very frightened by the public facing aspect of it and I know I just need to do it. And that's why I'm going forward with HRT because I know I'll regret it if I don't. There are just so many things that are making me feel like I'll never be able to pass or you know I mean I've got all this stubble, I've got thinning hair, my face is a weird shape, etc., etc., etc. Everybody has these things they fixate on. But like with my hair, you know, I, I know that HRT has a pretty good chance of, of stopping hair loss, if not reversing it. So it's like there's a very literal timer on that where the sooner I get started on HRT, the better. And... Yeah, I'm. I'm just been exhausted by the whole thing, and just want to get started. And you know, I'm going into my last semester at university. I'm going to Italy the first. I'm. I'm, I'm leaving the country for the very first time. 
And when I come back, I'll have been on HRT for like a month and a half. And that will be, that'll be, you know, a lot of things will have changed already. So yeah, it's, it's weird finally being at this point where the worst, uh, the, the, the biggest like emotional roadblock is in the past now. Um, the, the one thing that I was dreading the most is over and now it's just doing the rest of the work. And of course now the big fear is what the hell do I do after I graduate? And I don't even remotely have an answer to that, but I've been demoralized because, you know, I've had four laser appointments and seen very little progress and I have another one coming up later this week. I'm having to buy a new package. Um, and they're giving me a pretty good discount. Like it's only $130 for this next one because, um, I mean, we, we talked about it. And so um, there's, uh, there's this like, is, is it because this particular place is not that effective? Is it because my facial hair is just so resilient that it's bordering on impossible for it to actually be affected, et cetera? I, I, you know, I, this place was recommended by a trans person that I talked to, so it's been vetted a little bit. Um, I just don't know. Um, any... The, <laughs> The other issue is that everywhere that's has like a better reviews in general is a lot farther away and I'm relying on the kindness of strangers to get me transported. So yeah, I'm nervous about going into my HRT appointment. Um, I don't know how that's going to go. I know the endocrinologist is herself trans and a lot of people really like her. So I'm not as worried about that as maybe some, uh, uh, quite a few trans people have been. <laughs> um, I do worry about being judged because, you know, I do still have a lot of facial hair and I'm not presenting and I haven't really been working on my voice. I've been practicing some things and, I don't know. And I mean, I'm going in there with my old name and pronouns. And so I'm worried about that. I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm just ready for it all to be over to, to not have all these choices in front of me. <laughs> um, I think part of me is really hoping that the, the psychological effects that I've imagined HRT to have based on the accounts of other people uh, are what I hope that they will be because I've just felt so much of a roadblock in myself and my, my progress as a, as a professional uh, video maker, content creator. So I don't know. I'm, you know, after all of my optimism about HRT, uh, sorry, uh, 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 laser hair removal, um, and now being on the other end of that, like, well, four appointments didn't really do much. Um, 
And then I've heard people say, oh, it's after the fifth and sixth appointment that you really start seeing progress. And I don't know, maybe that's true. But there's a part of me that's like, how is that going to be true when I've barely seen anything? Unless there's like invisible effects. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then... I also suspect that I have some kind of existing hormonal imbalance. I don't know if imbalance is the right term, but I think I already have higher estrogen than probably average. And that could just be me full of shit, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and there's a, there is a part of me that's really worried that I'm going to get my blood work done and have my second appointment with my letter and be all like, all right, doc, I'm ready to start. And she'll be like, so you have this really rare genetic abnormality and uh, you are already biologically essentially on HRT because of the way your body produces things. And that would be heartbreaking. And that's not going to happen. That's a ridiculous hypothetical. Because even in that hypothetical, if that were true, that my body is producing way more estrogen, like I would then just take a T block or whatever. And, and um, yeah, but these are the kind of worries that you have when you're not filled with confidence and reality is setting in. But hey, E3 is going on. There's some good games. Um, I just now this morning got caught up on some Bethesda stuff. I missed it last night is the board game stuff, but also because I don't really care about Bethesda. But then there is some pretty cool stuff that got released already that's free. Um, Prey is a game that I really like. Got some free DLC that's already out, so I'm going to go download that soon and play that. Anyway, I think that's everything that I have to say about my uh, my HRT anxieties going forward. So I'll be back again after my appointment to tell you how it went and um, if my feelings about things have changed. So wish me luck. I'm back. Hello, everybody. So it's right at 2 p.m. on the same day as June 11th. Uh, so I just got back from my very long morning. And uh, to my great surprise, I got my fucking hormones. Uh, yeah, so... It was great, actually. Um, I was really worried going in. Um, so I arrived at this place, and there's an armed policeman in this sort of entryway who uh, uh, had to go through my bag and run a, a, a 
a metal detector over me. And then I was cleared and went inside and had to fill out, fill out a bunch of paperwork, but everybody was really cool. Waited for a long while. Then they called me back. Um, and the, uh, uh, the, the nurse that I was talking to was really careful about making sure to get my name right. And then the, uh, the, the, the doctor, the endocrinologist came in and she was so cool. Uh, like I, uh, I was not expecting this disappointment to go this well. Uh, so, you know, she's going through the paperwork and she's like, all right, so do you have any questions about side effects and stuff like that? And I'm like, ah, I've kind of done a lot of research. And she's like, yeah, most people have like Googled it and then Googled it again and then spent a lot of time researching it. So, yeah, I'm sure you already know about all the side effects and everything and I don't have to do any of that. And I'm like, yeah. So uh, I, uh, I said, yeah, so I... um. I don't have my letter yet. I thought I would have it by today, but I don't. And I'll have it to you next week. So, uh, yeah. And she's, and she's like, ah, yeah, the letter that it's an out, it's an, it's a dumb outdated thing that, you know, we just technically have to have it. It's a state thing, but it's dumb. Um, and so we're talking about some things we got off <laughs> talking about our personal lives and travel plans and summer things. And that was pretty cool. Uh, uh, and she was really supportive and like clearly has a lot of experience with trans people and uh oh boy she uh <sighs> so the the wildest thing was like she was talking about uh the starting prescription like okay so uh we start with this much estradiol and this much uh spiro and here's when you should probably take it but people take it different times so it's not a big deal whatever and um she kept talking about the medications and i'm like well hold on i i need you need my letter though right and she's just like I don't, I don't care. You seem like a pretty put together person. Just make sure it gets to me soon. Uh, and so she, she wrote up my prescription right there. And then, um, I went and had my blood drawn. And so I'll, I'll have the results of my blood work later this week. (laughs) But it's, it's like, it's the complete reverse of what I was expecting where I was, anticipating you know uh we probably do blood work first and then it's like okay well you need before we can go any further you need your letter and then we can talk about medications but no we talked about medications first and then i got my prescription and then it was like okay blood work and you'll get it later and whatever uh and then just send me my send me the letter at some point like what the fuck it was way too cool um yeah and yeah, so I went and got my prescriptions filled. And so I have, um, uh, so I guess my medications, it's, um, two milligrams estradiol, uh, three times a day, and then a hundred milligrams of spironolactone, uh, two times a day. So daily 200 milligrams spiro. Uh, six milligrams estradiol 
And I just, I have them both. Right here. I, I was not expecting to have this shit today. Like, fuck. <laughs> I haven't taken it yet. I'm just sort of, it's, it's, it's so bizarre just holding, holding these bottles in my hand, like looking at these pills. It's like, that's, that's the difference between now and tomorrow. It's so strange. He's just... Like now this is <laughs> this is when I put put my my money where my mouth is. You know this is this is the the final answer. Like if oh boy, that's a lot. Oh wow. That's a that's a bright shade of blue. I'm just gonna take there they are. All right. Well, I'm gonna take a drink of water and I'm gonna down these pills, and we're gonna say. The, the the journey has begun, so I don't know. Cheers to the future. <sighs> I, could have, I probably could have made the swallowing a bit more theatrical there, but oh well, there it is. I've taken I've taken my titty scales. <laughs> um, goddamn. I I don't know. I don't know how much more I have to say. Uh, it was surprisingly good. Um, it was great. Like I wasn't expecting to have my 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 hormones today. Um, I was expecting to have maybe started them like next week at the earliest. Wow. So yeah, big, big, big jump from this morning. What's a message that I can give right now? Uh, sometimes the medical establishment is good actually. (laughs) And people are cool. I don't know if that's all the time, but you know. Um, one thing I will say is that the place that I went to is one of three options in my area. And I decided on it based on, um, uh, asking questions in a, in a Facebook group of local trans people, uh, trans and and non-binary. And, um, just in general, whenever you're seeking out healthcare of any kind, trans specific, you should consult with your local community to see who has had good luck at what. Because apparently the Planned Parenthood nearby, one of them has a really bad reputation. 
and this other place is very good. So yeah, um, I'm glad because I was going to go with the Planned Parenthood, but uh, 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 because of the feedback of other people, I, I went with this and I'm really glad that I did because it went super well, way, way weller than I was expecting, <laughs> as I said, like four times now. So, um, yeah, uh, I've got my fifth laser hair appointment later this week. Got an appointment with my psychologist. It's going to be the last one with him because he's ending his rotation here and going back elsewhere, which is sad because I really like working with him. Um, presumably he'll be giving me my letter. Um, it's fitting that all, I've started my my hormones uh, uh, before before having our last conversation. God, I still can't I can't believe. Jesus. Wow. Um, man, I think this is just going to be a short episode. I was hoping that I would have more to say, but I, I can't. Um, I, I can barely form thoughts right now. I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed. Um, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think that this would happen. There's something about you. You imagine, you know, what it would be like to 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 have the pills in your hand, right? You know that I'm gonna finally start HRT, and it's it's gonna it's gonna go. I'm gonna do the thing. But it's a thing that's happening in the future, and you know, it's tomorrow's problem. You're imagining what it will look like and feel like but you just don't know um and now it's real and i have to face you know the whether or not my expectations are too high um and yeah so um future episodes of the podcast i imagine i'm gonna have a lot more to talk about now (laughs) uh uh We'll call this season two. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's happening. Uh, it, 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 fuck, I wish I could remember that Homestuck joke off the top of my head. It keeps always be happening. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering that joke. Um, okay. I apologize for how short this episode is and for how <laughs> disjointed I am uh, right now. Uh, but uh, that's that's what we're that's where we are. So thank you for listening. Um, uh, f- you can follow me on Twitter at HMS No Fun. Uh, my Patreon is Patreon.com/ltas. And like I said, it's paused, but I'm still updating over there. So you can follow me there for updates on the podcast and my YouTube show. And uh, yeah. Um, oh, if you have any stories or thoughts or feelings or anything else, questions, uh, please email me at uh, transquestioningpodcast at gmail.com. I'll reply to you, probably, or I'll read your shit on the show and talk about it. I don't know. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. I hope you all have a pleasant week. I hope you have a good day. I hope you have as good a day as I did, especially considering how it started. So... 
thank you for coming on this journey with me. And I hope that we all get to grow as the journey continues. So I'll see you again soon. Mm